Thundergrunt. I came home. Introduce yourselves. <laughs> I am Jimmy George. I am a full-time script consultant, and I am a screenwriter of horror movies. I am Jamie Nash. I am a screenwriter of horror movies and other movies. <laughs> other movies. I'll, I'll come closer to the mic. Uh, I'm Bob Rose. I'm a filmmaker, and if I were making a list of my favorite John Carpenter movies, Halloween would be near the bottom. How about that? I'm just going to say it right before I even let's say what just, we're doing. Let's just get I'm just going to gonna be honest. I like Halloween. And we're going to talk about Halloween 2018. Yeah. But I wanted to Not say, to be confused with Halloween 19... 1978. Right. But I wanted to, I, I meant... <laughs> it sounds horrible. I, one of my pet biggest pet peeves... Halloween A New Hope, we'll call it. <laughs> We have to go back and rename it. <laughs> so this is a movie where uh, me and Jamie are going to just admit that we haven't seen since opening weekend, I think. That is true. Yeah, so I haven't seen it. Jamie hasn't seen it. Jimmy, you, you're like fresh about a week I in. I saw it a week ago. Okay, so, so we do and have I made extensive notes. You, you're yes. the anchor, Jimmy. Yes. The fresh perspective. Yes. Um, As fresh as possible. On Halloween 2018. Yeah. Okay, good. So we're not lost in the woods. <laughs> We were a little bit worried about that, but we're going to talk about uh, this movie. Who wrote it? Who wrote Halloween 2018? <laughs> well, Danny McBride and Danny McBride, David Gordon Green, David Gordon Green, and and Jeff Freedy. Is that the guy's name? Because is that, that name sounds it? familiar. I, 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 I don't know. Freedy. Freedy. Like 3D, but yeah, I have a about, speech problem. I don't know, oh. Jeff. <laughs> Freedy, this I is already know. a weird episode. Yeah. <laughs> I'm yeah. loving it. I, yes, I, I, I'm not familiar with his work, so I'm going to look it up super quick. <laughs> but uh, all three of them worked on um, many things together. Among them, Vice Principals recently. So uh, okay, an excellent show. What's the Blumhouse connection? How did how did that all? You know my my personal view of Blumhouse is Blumhouse seems like the place that. He he chases people he's just interested in working with. Oh, and then okay. he tries to find a marriage between the material. So it's very possible he's a fan of Vice Principles. Uh, absolutely. And was like, you know absolutely. what? Absolutely. He's like and he has a belief that if you can make a good movie, you can make a good horror movie. Mm-hmm. That's which I disagree with. <laughs> <laughs> I don't think that's because always of, true. Because of this or because of just in general. <laughs> um uh, just in general. <laughs> yeah, that was great answer, Jamie. I am sure there are people that could make a good movie that could not make a good horror movie. Yeah. Who would be one of them? Name somebody. Ooh. Oh, shit. 
You don't think he can make a good horror movie? Not good at this. Uh, I very much agree with Adam McKay. This has nothing to do with horror, but Adam McKay said it's... um, Or no, Chris Rock said about Adam McKay and Martin Scorsese. He said it's easier for Adam McKay to make a Martin Scorsese movie than it would be Martin Scorsese to make an Adam McKay movie. Adam McKay made Anchorman. Martin Scorsese's Anchorman would probably suck. But Adam McKay is getting all these... uh, awards now for the big short and vice he's kind of making martin scorsese movies so like it kind of this thing that chris rock said kind of came true (laughs) and i would probably put the same uh like weight on horror as i would comedy in that same scenario does that make sense yeah okay but by the way it's jeff fradley f-r-a-d-l-e-y and he his only credits are vice principals and halloween okay so there you go so and he was a production consultant on Your Highness. All right. Love. Well, good for that guy. When you, there think, you, go. when you think horror, you think vice principals and Your Highness. Absolutely. So. I'm so used to Jamie being like, yeah, I know these guys. I worked with these guys 15 years ago, yeah. and now they're finally doing things, and I'm da- proud da- of them. Danny but. McBride is someone who I love. I'm a huge Danny McBride fan. Same. He's bound and mm-hmm. down. I, I don't think there's a movie you can put Danny McBride in that wouldn't make it more interesting in some ways, even though there's some movies like that alien movie that aren't that interesting. <laughs> but don't you wish that in in Alien Covenant he was just Danny McBride? Absolutely. Any <laughs> powers being <laughs> in an powers. alien, being I, an alien <laughs> movie would yeah. be amazing. Yeah, it's, yeah. it's kind of like what was that movie? They just stuck Seth MacFarlane in and didn't give him any jokes, and he was just like a senator or something. I don't know what. It was. <laughs> I don't know what movie. <laughs> there's there's is, this yeah. one movie where he just has a straight role, and he's just him <laughs> there. Just a guy. I was just, really surprised he wasn't it's, in. this it's very movie distracting. In Halloween, I he, was shocked. It, so I was talking that he so, wasn't in it. I thought he was going to be the shape. So before, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Before we started recording, I was telling these guys how I had watched an interview. One-liners. I had watched an interview with David Gordon Green and um, Danny McBride. And the interviewer, one, asked them about the pitching process where they were like, we just did it. We didn't think for a million years that anyone would say yes. So they didn't believe that they would even get in the door. And then the, then the interviewer asked if Danny McBride, why wasn't he in the movie? And he, and he just said, well, I was like, as a Halloween fan, would I want to see me in this movie? <laughs> yeah. No. It's like, I didn't even want to show up. No, they don't need to see my face. That's in this awesome. Thing. So he did. He felt like he would basically detract yeah. from the experience, which I agree with him. I agree with too. I agree. He would break the, the tension. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. If he played the shape, though, that would kind of be awesome to see his belly hanging out. He's, <laughs> he's standing there with a the knife, kind of not caring. But yeah. Yeah, giving giving some speeches, some yeah. power speeches, <laughs> power speeches, right? Glory. people. It's kind of amazing that we have like a Halloween movie written by Kenny Powers. I know it's <laughs> very awesome. strange. Yeah. <laughs> anyway, what is Carpenter's involvement? And let's talk about reshoots too. Yeah. So the word was that they they wrote like eighty drafts. That's what David Gordon Green is always quoted as eighty drafts in like eight months. 80. I, I I think it's more just a number. You know, I, it might have been probably, eighty like fixes. It might have been ten drafts, but he says yeah. eighty. You know, yeah. I, I don't 80? take eighty two. I doubt if he got 80 steps out of it because then the movie would have cost millions of yeah. dollars. Um, so <laughs> he does seem really reverent to the source. So yeah. I, I, oh, don't, you can tell I don't disbelieve that they tried the really making. hard. Yeah. So, so, so. so he said they got they did the 80 drafts before they went to Carpenter. And then when they then they then they showed it to Carpenter and he was on board and he gave him the blessing. I don't think there's a big story behind it other than he's like yeah, this is great. You know, I, don't know. I can see him. I mean, these yeah. days he's said outwardly, yeah, I just great. like I'm playing go video play games. Batman. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I'll, do, I'll do the music. And, yeah. then, and then because of him, uh, that's why they got uh, 
uh, Jamie Lee Curtis. I'm trying to, now I'm remembering some weird fact. Like there was somebody that said, I love Pineapple Express. You should make it. Maybe that was Jamie Lee Curtis's kids or was it John Carp? I don't remember. I don't know. Oh, really? No yeah, yeah, some piece like that. I've seen a lot of interviews. So you're saying Jamie Lee things. Curtis said yes because her kids told her they some, love Pineapple something Express? Like that. <laughs> something like that. Yeah. That's great, though. Yeah, that's awesome. Cross genre yeah. fandom. There you go. Uh, so there, like, what was there's reshoots things? I don't know about this. I don't Jamie. know. The so you wrote that either. down. Yeah. So so just a couple things. One, it's based on Halloween, of course, uh, which we should kind of place that in context. Yeah. Halloween yeah. was what Carpenter's third movie. I'm thinking. I, I think. I think there Dark was Star, Dark Star, Assault on Precinct, Precinct 13, 13, and then and Halloween. Halloween yeah, okay. I think. I think We're that's the order too. We're gonna somebody's yeah, gonna right. be like, "You assholes! <laughs> you forgot." We yeah. we have we have friends that know this stuff that'll ding us, but we. We're not here. We're for not that. a trivia podcast. We are not a yes. trivia podcast. I've said that several times. <laughs> I do yeah. all of this from memory. I, for the most part, but uh, this kind of stuff. I think you're close. Except to for right. the box office, you're close the, to right. Except for the box office, you're close to right, that. Jamie. Yeah. So th- it was started out as the babysitter murders, if I remember yep. correctly. Yep. It was different. And yeah. then the producer said, "Why don't you call it Halloween or, or something like that?" <laughs> so that was the million dollar idea. Was calling it Halloween branding, <laughs> and. Mm-hmm. The original Halloween made domestically uh, forty-seven million dollars off a three hundred twenty-five thousand dollar budget. That's insane. So that's a crazy profit. To this day, people are still using it in their horror filmmaking business plans, which I don't think is smart. But yeah, you know, like, it seems kind of movie yeah. 50 people still years do it. Excited, but yeah. you're like Citizen Kane made. You know, yeah. <laughs> not that anybody ever quit Citizen Kane. The industry hasn't changed at all since Citizen <laughs> yeah. Kane. Um, yeah. If we can only get seven reels on wheelies. Uh, so uh, this movie, by the way, box office wise, uh, I know I'm skipping over your question, but just to do this, uh, this one is already at worldwide $251 million. Wow. It's, was the first one on a $10 million, budget. including inflation? No, no, not the number. I this has got to be the most money any of the films have made. Uh, it is. Oh, yeah, definitely. Yeah. By far. I, I think I've seen quoted that it's the most money a slasher has ever made, though it could be argued that Scream made more if you accounted for inflation. Inflation, okay. But it's still growing, so who yeah. knows where this will end up. Uh, so you you asked about the reshoots and stuff like that. So yeah, 80 drafts. There is, I, I found a script which I might reference here later on, but interestingly enough, there were supposedly reshoots around, the, the word came out in like May, June that they were doing reshoots. They had a, uh, they had a test screening and they wanted to, the word was beef up the ending. So the script I found that's floating around there, and it's probably not something you can Google. It's kind of in the back channels of oh. screenwriters world. But the um, the script floating around there, it had a very different ending. Um, and we can talk about that when we get into it. But it, I mean, everything was pretty much the same in the script I read, except the ending. So. Okay. Otherwise, was that okay? That's so it, the almost the entire you, are you thing saying was the they, same? They from shot, what I could remember, you they, yeah. are you written, saying they yeah. shot that ending and then what we got is I, the I don't I don't have any confirmation okay. on that, but I know they said they reshot the ending and that script had a very different ending. Okay, it it, it just had a less an underwhelming ending. Okay, it, it wasn't that it had a drastically different ending. Yeah. It was just like they didn't do much. You know, okay. uh, this is a spoiler podcast, so in the end, it was kind of like Michael showed up. There was a brief exchange. They shot him with a crossbow. He wandered off in the woods. The end. That's that's all it was. Gotcha. It was like that whole trap and all that stuff. 
It wasn't in the ending no at all. No Home Alone stuff. Yeah. No Home Alone stuff. No, that strangely enough, that stuff was set up in there. There was yeah. like a panic room in the script. Yeah, it just, just didn't work. They didn't use it. They didn't use that as a trap. It was basically so interesting. like he, Michael got to him. It was really short. So the ending was Michael showed up. Not again. Not to spoil all this, but Michael showed up with maybe six pages left in the script. That's insane. Yeah, it was like six or seven pages. It almost seemed like they knew that wouldn't be the ending. Like kind of when you. You have a deadline, and you just like, well, and then he yeah. flew away to space. We yeah, we haven't figured the ending. <laughs> right. Yeah, exactly. We haven't the figured Pucci, out the ending yeah. yet. Here it is. Something <laughs> will happen. We'll fix it later. And the, so I don't even know if that was the ending they shot. I'm not saying that yeah. at all. But the ending I read was like six pages. That when I read it, I'd be like, yeah, that's not ever. And that be seems an more of a sequel setup than. Oh, it's so what we nice. got. Yeah. So. Yeah, because he, he didn't burn or anything like that. He just yeah. was sitting there, and I think it, it closed on like the script closed on his breathing, like raspy breathing. Yeah. And you were like, is he dead? Isn't he? And Which is in the post credits right. stuff. Yeah. Well, yeah. So before we talk about like the compare and contrasting, let, let's. I mean, this does skip. This is a retcon. Of mm-hmm. the whole franchise. Uh, this skips all the sequels. <laughs> right? The sister thing is gone. The sister thing is gone. That's It's all yeah. clean. Hollywood Resurrection thankfully didn't happen. <laughs> uh, it's important, though, because yeah. it all goes into the writing. That's the only one that, I, that really bothers me. <laughs> right. Yeah. But it's important, though, because that... Because... I don't know. This has been happening a lot lately. Mm-hmm. And why do you guys think that is? Do you think it's because... Of the audience, or because uh, writers are actually more interested in um, referencing the original, the thing that they fell in love with, without having to placate all the continuity. I'll like, let Jamie go. Yeah, well, I think there's different reasons for different movies, and I think in this one, and I know this is going to dip into some of the stuff we talk about later on, but I think if you look at that first movie, it isn't like I'm almost going to say a piece of science fiction. It's more real. It has more realism. Yeah. It's more like it could really happen. Once you get to like the seventh movie or oh, something, yeah. it's basically science fiction, yeah, right? Yeah, yeah, it's yeah. like yeah. demons and resurrections and, and, you know, yeah. all this stuff. They turned it into Freddy territory. Freddy, yeah. It starts yeah. going into Freddy territory. So if you do a sequel to that, you, you also have to be in science fiction territory, right. in my opinion. So I totally get, in this case, why they might want to cut away all of that stuff. Yeah. I personally probably would have kept the second one in. I think the sec if they would have kept the second one in, even though he is somewhat supernatural in the second one. Yeah. But in the second, I, I have my reasons for why, and it's yeah. just my opinion. But I think the second one gives her more reason to build her fortress. I agree. And because I agree, I yeah. think in the second one, in in this new movie, it it delves into the non-reality space. This is a stylized movie. As soon as you have a Sarah Connor character, it doesn't feel as real to me, you know? Gotcha. It, she needs more of a, a reason, motivation to do all the things I, she does, is yeah, what you're saying? I mean, look at why Sarah Connor does it, and look at why she does it. I mean, there's even a joke about it, like, who cares, a guy with a knife, you know? But yeah. to an extent, I'm not sure that someone's reaction to almost getting killed by a guy with a knife would be the same as Sarah Connor's reaction. I mean, I mean, it, right. it's very similar. Uh, would be, and I, so anyway, it's like her reaction is building off the sequels that never happened that's right. in this continuity. That's right. right. I agree so, with you. I, I thought about that extensively. Th- this isn't really a screenwriting thing. This is just me loving Halloween. And I like think that's definitely a writing yeah, thing, though, writing, because because yeah. if they don't justify yeah. why this experience, like she's she she had a traumatic experience when she was a kid, which we know. I know people that had experiences yeah. 
near death almost murdered i know people yeah. that had these things they didn't build a fortress yeah to, to stop but there for everyone who doesn't there are people there who are people that do. of definitely. course there's also people that build fortresses to stop no the reason. government no from attacking reason. them and it's, <laughs> it's, yeah. it's not so much as a showstopper but in movie world um i almost think it would have worked better with halloween 2 being the thing than halloween 3 yeah. there's other reasons i also think halloween 2 would have worked better with this because I think if you would have attached the two together, it would have made more sense that she would be preparing for him and he'd be coming at her. I agree her, And totally the coincidences that. that lead to that might be more like destiny. Right. Um, the way it plays out to me is they tell you, no, he's just a killing force. He'll kill anything. But then there's something I don't know. It doesn't. Yeah. It doesn't quite like. It, it, it doesn't I, all quite. It doesn't bring gel. So I, agree. I don't quite understand why they left out Halloween too. And yeah. you know, my question here is, and I don't even know if this is a writing thing, Jamie, but like when you do that, when you do these retcons, it's weird to me that they're not noted in either the actual script or on the actual screen. Right. Like, you know what I'm say, saying? There's, say nothing, there's nothing to just There's nothing that says that there, it didn't doesn't say like, oh, you know, 1978 Halloween is the only thing that has yeah. happened in this universe. Yeah. So I'm not a fan of retcons, but I hate them. But so. but I think that's because we grew up in a different time of how I sequels think you were treated live with your mistakes. I agree. I believe in that. I fully. think I was not a so. fan when when everybody was losing their shit over Neil Blomkamp's uh, Alien nope. 3. I was not it. a fan of that. I just think it's like that these things happened. But I also think it's a product of us now watching movies, experiencing them long form like comic books. And like in the comic book world, if that's exactly why I don't mind them is because I've been growing up with them in comic books. Right. So So like, you know, let's say let's say Halloween originated as a Marvel comic. Right. There would already be like seven iterations of uh, Laurie's uh, story. There would be like 20 different versions of Michael Myers' story. And nobody who is a fan of that medium would give a shit. Like, right. it's like, it's just a product of that medium. Movies so, are now experiencing so, that. Right. So, right. We're, so, yeah. so we're changing the way that we experience media, um, specifically in like absolving like deaths and then resurrecting characters with no expl- explanation, you know, all these things. And I think the audiences that are young, they're like, they don't care, like, yeah. you know, but we, us old people are like, this is stupid. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I just think you should just live with your mistakes. That's really I, just how I feel. I agree. So, but, yeah. and I'm with you, Jamie. I'm on the, I think, I think this makes a great part three. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And, I, oh, I totally yeah. agree with what you yeah, said. I, I think something like uh, just to go on the retcon thing, because I don't mind the retcons as much. I, I, I would love though if they did things more like that was rumored to do, like with Evil Dead. Like they rebooted Evil Dead, but they still had Ash in a TV show. I don't mm-hmm. mind having these two separate parallel. Uh, they're doing they, that with Child's Play, technically. Child's yeah. There's yeah. a Child's Play reboot, and then there's the official storyline continuing right. in a TV show. Yeah, it doesn't. As long yeah, as... I'm not. I I'm really upset about that because but yeah, but I, I'm the, just saying... the new movie is like exactly like something I've been wanting to do for like 20 years. And Don Mancini <laughs> working on. <laughs> Don Mancini is completely against it too. Anyway, uh, I'm not against that, Jamie. I'm yeah. not saying that that can't exist. It's just I guess I like things to be not confusing. Yeah. 
I like keep the, it simple. I, I would I like say the idea of a bunch of DVDs or Blu-rays all being one storyline. The funny thing is, the funny thing is, we're pro- the person saying that is probably somebody that's least likely to be confused. There probably are some people that are really confused. super. Yeah, confused, I'm sure. Right? Yeah, <laughs> you probably sat down and completely got and were oh, able well, to process and sure. hold yes. two thoughts in your head yeah. and everything. However, there are probably people that sit there and really are confused yeah. by these things. I'm what do you say- mean that like when she says that's just something they made up she wasn't his brother i mean his, his sister well, no, you can't there's probably that. people watching the movie going like wait what <laughs> <laughs> well in this movie they literally say <laughs> when did that happen she literally that outlines that that is what happened a long time ago and then she doesn't mention anything else and that's sort of the retcon right there yeah, yeah. that's what happened that's it yeah. Nah. Yeah. Like nothing yeah. else. Yeah. Right. Yeah. yeah. She does have that sister line. That's called. I, we call that an insecurity line. So, so to from oh, the right. Yeah. Exactly. Right. No, I thought of you when I heard that line because you say that like it's you're actually acknowledging your mistakes within right. the text. You know, it doesn't work, but you're like, fuck it, I'm going to apologize through a character. Yeah. And so, but, yeah. but on on that <laughs> on that topic of kind of the original and the new one because we're kind of going down that, yeah, that path. Um. That that's to me. So this movie, the things I like about it are the fact that they are trying to give you that 1978 feel, right? Definitely. They, they, the music, the um, the intro title is awesome. Uh, I think everybody loves that. <laughs> so movie. cool. The the photography, these kind of inky, crisp blacks versus you know, it's kind of this. I actually had a lot of people complain about the photography. They were like, I don't understand. It looks weird because they they took a chance with like how they photographed it and stuff. I would say even um, the editing comes down to it felt it felt, it felt older, older intentionally. Mm-hmm. I older. loved that. A lot of hard cuts that were mm-hmm. unexpected, like in a seventies movie. Right? I yeah. loved that. And the one thing about Halloween, like I, I talk to you know, I teach, you know, at a film school and there's a guy that really doesn't even like horror movies that much. He says he teaches Halloween for shot selection and motivation and all this stuff. Wow. He says it's one of his favorite movies to teach from. Um when I was talking about this. So it gets a lot of those things, I think, right in some ways. Here's here's my thing with it. I think the two movies, I think the reason Halloween works, the original, uh, 1978, why it works is because it feels almost more like a snuff film. Okay, mm-hmm. feel it's mm-hmm. a it's a it's real dirty. It's a realism yeah. thing. We can't even analyze it. So we've talked about it before, where we've talked about um, arch plot, mini plot, anti plot. Mm-hmm. I think the first Halloween is a mini plot movie. It's firmly in that place. It doesn't necessarily have a protagonist that has a journey and a story. It's just a girl. She's there. There's this other random thing going on. And then in the end, they kind of collide. Yeah. And it's kind of a wrong day in the place, life. place, wrong time. It feels like it could be a true story in some ways. I mean, it has Donald Pleasance going around that yeah. kind of crazy. But well, yeah, it's not even her destiny or she's not connected to anything. Not at she's all. just there. And, right. And, and that's, what's, yeah. that's what's actually back in 1978 when I was a kid was scary about it because it could be anyone it could be when i go outside in halloween there's a million people with masks there's some creepy adults with masks or creepy kids yeah they could just be a killer that's about to come get me yeah um and that was scary it was like a telling a ghost story at halloween or something like that michael myers is coming to get you yeah it was mm-hmm, it was right. a, exactly yeah it was, it was a realism thing and i think that's why that's a hard movie to actually analyze like if we sat down and tried to analyze that in the podcast you'd be like well Laurie doesn't even know there's a killer to page 70. And it'd be like, yeah. well, what's the movie about? And how do you write a log line for that? Yeah. It'd be tricky to write a log line for it. But I think because it's a mini plot movie. This movie, however, is going more into true 
stylized genre territory just from the beginning yeah. and just having a laurie character that's kind of her involvement makes it that it yeah makes it you that. can't yeah. avoid it, it yeah. just being a sequel to a certain extent makes it that yeah you know? exactly <laughs> right um, yeah, just yeah right. it happens yeah. again um, <laughs> right but uh and, and that's i think a trap that's actually why i think in some ways i mean i know this is controversial but i think halloween 2 was kind of a brilliant like yeah. trick of that it's just we're just going to continue it we're pick just going right to back pick up. right back up yeah i think that's something you don't see too often nowadays right but anyway so to compare the two that's the one thing this movie cannot be it cannot be a mini plot movie it, well it could be a mini plot movie but it can't be a realism movie it can't be a random killing movie yeah because it is a sequel it has laurie it has all these trappings right it has baggage winks. over baggage over uh, baggage it, it has winks to old yeah. movies it has excuses for why it's not like others it just cannot be that so as much as it wants to be the original halloween that's where it cannot be that and to me that's a story thing so, yeah that's a storytelling thing yeah anyway, that's, I agree. My, that's my passionate plea toward the why the, so between the can, two can i ask jamie or or or, or jimmy if you had the option to write this movie uh, i know it's a big question hold on i'm gonna narrow it down for a second and you also got to make the choice whether to include the character of lawyer Lori or not. Would you? Because what you just said makes me think you wouldn't. Right, right. Because you know, she brings all that stuff you just said with her. You know, it's it's always that thing that you always hear. David Goyer tried to figure out what the elements of Batman were, so he listed them. <laughs> Good for, job, jerk. <laughs> <laughs> so he listed them, and then they checked off him. Him and Nolan got together and said, "What must Batman have?" What do I that think? Angers Halloween? me that that happened. Yeah, okay, go ahead. anyway, that's always the story behind that. <laughs> that angers me. So, what are the things that Halloween has to have? That's my question. Um, um, well, it's the premise delivery. Um, the holiday. The but holiday. You my, well, my my question was in reference to what he was talking about. So, for yeah. me, I would. Uh, what I love about this idea, and I don't think they did well for most of it, but then they do well in the end of it is. Um, I would pick Laurie because I like, I love the idea of the title belt film between the final girl and the slasher villain, which yep. I don't think we've ever had. 40 years I later. Still yeah. don't think we have because mm -hmm. that's not what this movie is, right. in my opinion. Um, we've had Ash versus Evil Dead. Mm -hmm. Nancy encounters Freddy later in her life, but those films are not about specifically Nancy versus Freddy. And that was kind of meta. She's, so. it's, yeah. This is the first movie that sold itself premise wise as the, the old slasher, uh, the old final girl versus the slasher who yep. was back yep. to get her once mm -hmm. again and a fight to the death. And that's not what we got. We got that for 20 minutes of it. You know, and so for that reason alone, I would have chosen her because it's the high concept, it's the markable aspect, and I, I, I'm not intimidated by those things that Jamie said about like it's got all this baggage because right. I, I don't believe in like trying to tell the exact same story yeah. again. I think it like I, I, I enjoyed the aesthetic side that you just described, mm -hmm. the, the the aesthetic throwback. I think was a was really well done, and I love that aspect of it. But um, uh. Yeah, there's just so much that um, it's it thinks it does that I don't think it did. Yeah, and, um, and, and what you that... said, I I agree. I think I would choose this, but saying that it's not going to have the the random slasher scare. It's not going to be a scary. Not at all. It could be put scary in quotes because that's a it's subjective, obviously. Right. But it's just going to have a different thing. 
anytime you have a character in my opinion who's not really afraid to death of that the monster she's more like ready to go head to toe with it she wants to take it head on it makes it less scary to me i thought it was going to be a reversal from watching this movie from the beginning i thought what they were going to do was laurie would become the slasher oh that's what i expected i didn't that's another thing i didn't get okay well, I, so there's like some the, well there's, that's not there's, there's so much that i could say I'm about saying, these I'm things that I both that. of you just said i actually <laughs> okay so there's, like i am legend you know he becomes he's legend for killing them I'll like that type of thing i'll, yeah. I'll bounce off what you just Sorry, said and then ahead. i'll bounce off what you just said yeah Bob. yeah go ahead i disagree with you as far as the delivery i actually thought um i was scared that she was going to be Sarah Connor. And for me, I it didn't come across as Sarah Connor at all. For me, I actually thought when it came down to it, she was just as terrified of Michael Myers when faced with against him as she was when she was a teenager. I think that amidst, despite all of her planning and all of the, you know, the safe house building, uh, she was ready. And when he, when he got there, at least for me, the way that it was presented, she was fucking terrified and uh, almost didn't succeed against him. And it only succeeded because of her daughter's help. Um, and I was really surprised because I thought they were gonna, it was going to devolve. And I tweeted this about when it came out. And uh, so I've, I'm just repeating myself. But like in the wrong hands, this would have been Ash. This would have been like, you know, one liners, Michael Myers, you know, like, and Mine. she, That's in your I would, hands. Oh, I would totally done. And, that. and, and, because, and, because uh, all of the, the, the logic of this movie or the one you're talk talking about don't even yeah. make sense to me. Michael Myers is so intensely easy to kill. None of this makes sense to me. Gotcha. <laughs> it, you don't buy any of if it. If Lori, if, no, I don't, I think if Lori was actually planning to kill Mike Myers, the way that she did it was stupid. It was horrible. Gotcha. Yeah, uh, it was a bad plan. Yeah. Yeah. No, he should have yeah. been shredded by freaking machine guns. <laughs> After 40 years, yeah. that dude should be dead without, they don't need to yeah. burn down a house so, or anything. Bouncing just, off of your idea you know about. You what I'm saying, Jamie? Come uh, on. That was, that was a problem. I mean, yeah. we'll get to the trap later. So yeah. you said, you thought she was going to become a slasher. So there are rumors out there. I was there, saying that that's what so, I would have done. There's so many. You Maybe. don't know what to believe what really happened in these, like the misinformation age that we're in. There's like multiple th people out there saying that there's a cut of the film where an early cut of the film where she uh, rammed the bus and she, and, that, and that's, that explains I, all of her emotional before and I, after. I was hitting. hoping that was the way it was going to go and, when she got to that point. And I was that, like, I did too. About no, that. I did too. And yeah. that like, she was deliberately, which is fucking insane. And I, I kind of love that. Yeah. Um, that she like rammed that bus. And that's the reason that he was out because she specifically yeah. chose to, yeah. to when, make him escape. When we got to that point, I thought that was going to happen. And I was like, I was like, this is cool. I is like that this. not in the script? It's not in that script. In the script you read? No, I, no. I, I agree. I, yeah. I literally thought that's what was yeah. happening. I'm not trying to rewrite the movie. I, I was like, this, I was like this, is, do that. this is going to be interesting. But, but, yeah. but I, why does this feel so apt to be to want to rewrite it? I don't know why, but like the second I left this movie, all I wanted to do was keep yeah. figuring out what but I would have you done. Know what, you know what I thought she was going to be going into it, though? Not Ash. I thought she was going to be, and she was this to a certain extent, except for something I'm going to say. I thought she was going to be Donald Pleasance in this movie, right? Yeah. She's yeah. the one that knows the evil. She's going to be running around going, "You don't know Michael." She's you know, the she's half man. Go, yeah, yeah. However, 
Then they threw a Donald Pleasance. Yeah, they, 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 they doubled Pleasant. down. Yeah, they doubled down on it. But they kind of changed him midway through. They did, yeah, right? they earned him. I actually wasn't a. It's like you said, it's a spoiler podcast. I I have many problems with this script. I actually love the obsessed the reversal of the loomis it, being obsessed it, and a fan and wanting to help him in order to learn from him i think that was a great it explained reversal away a lot of coincidence it, it, it did. does and, it yeah. explains away the coincidence but it doesn't do it it like only in your mind you have to go home <laughs> right. and say well all that Wait, may have happened so he he might have <laughs> yeah, been right. responsible <laughs> yeah. for this and he might have been responsible like this for that on yeah. It, yeah. <laughs> it like needed that uh that quick flash where they show him yeah, right, in right. doing all of these things for right. Michael. Right. I yeah. did this. <laughs> <laughs> Good job, Michael. Where well, he was responsible for everything. Yeah. yeah. Well, even to the point where I was like maybe he like Gave information about various people's locations of their houses right. and her, who who the granddaughter's <laughs> friends were, so he could specifically so attack. he could find well, them. I mean, it, yeah, yeah, it had to take it to a ridiculous level. Yeah. But he could do it. I guess what I was trying to say with the her becoming the slasher thing, my disappointment in that assumption where I, I know I'm rewriting the yeah. movie. What the movie watch is not experience the movie for what it is, not but, what you want it to be. But I feel like the movie was hinting at it because there's a lot of reversal of the shots, even where her face comes out of the yep. darkness yep. and stuff. The one thing that I expected that I felt like the movie thought it was doing that it didn't was make Michael Myers afraid. Mm. And I don't feel like in the I don't feel like at any point in this movie Michael Myers showed fear. There's just that Not one. How could he? I mean, it's hard to show fear. But the... I wanted that because I wanted that reversal to that degree where it like became Laurie Strode is what he fears. There's the classic. You know? The the only moment I would say that they that they maybe trying to do that really is that last shot where like yeah i guess it, she's in the position looking down at him the way that he's usually yeah, in the position to me that was more of a victim. i'm gonna fucking get you for this <laughs> yeah, yeah that was that really it. oh Good that was call. that was it. it was him just going Good like call. you're gonna pay that was like you're gonna pay i'm more like, i'm more red on him like shrug <laughs> you're <laughs> like just a, shrug you know who i am <laughs> whatever i'm fucking it's a dead. monday <laughs> it's, a it's a monday, monday. Yeah. <laughs> this is a monday for me yeah. people killing me speaking though of the original i was thinking the i, I was trying to figure out the monster of the house of this movie and compared to the original the sin. and the sin of it so monster in the house movies most horror movies are monster in the house movies they have a house they have a monster and they have a sin. In this case, the house is kind of a neighborhood, so it's yeah. kind of a weird thing. Um, but it, it really, the house is just isolation. Isolation, or like that. yeah. So what's the sin of Halloween compared to this movie? Like, what do you think? So I the don't first, know. Well, the sin of the, the first, first Halloween, one. what is yeah. that? So, it, yeah, and I've done a lot of thinking about this, and I could be wrong. Being young. Mm. <laughs> no, I, I actually think, this, and this is something I think the two movies share to a certain extent i think to a certain extent it's like underestimating evil um mm. not not playing with evil not playing with fire um, interesting but uh, on Lori's side though well strangely enough i think here, here's and we'll get into we'll get into this so in the new movie or the old so it doesn't I'm have talking to about be, the, the old one so it doesn't have to be any one person's sin right so right, an innocent right. person could get screwed based on the town's and in the first movie, I think Donald Pleasance is warning them, like, don't transfer him. He's this and that, and blah, blah, blah. And then they go and transfer him anyway. They're like, I don't care. Because Donald Pleasance yeah, yeah. is like, it's the night of Halloween. It's when he killed his, he is evil. He's the boogeyman. And, yeah, and they're yeah. like, we don't care. We're just going to transfer him. And then he comes out and he, get, and he ends up being killed. I think both movies are actually 
and this is pretty rare, especially in a studio movie, for the second one. Because the first one was an independent movie. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. I think both movies are nihilistic. I think both uh, movies, to an extent, say, evil's out there. You're screwed. Deal with it. Uh, and they're like, I don't think they necessarily have an arc or a message. And in, in, especially the first one. Especially the first one. Because that doesn't have any legacy the, to the it. The second one, because it's not a mini plot movie, it feels really, to me, weird. That it didn't go in that direction. You mean the second Halloween or the second? I'm sorry. 2018. The 2018. Let's, let's call it 2018. 2018. On this podcast, let's Absolutely. call it 2018. So 2018, okay? this, is, this is one of the things I, I took away with me. I've been thinking about after the movie. 2018 has a weird message. Because the message is, Laurie screwed over her daughter almost to an abusive point where they took her out of the house but in the end she was right yeah that because is evil out there and that's the message of that movie. she wasn't crazy she wasn't crazy it's like the santa claus all over again so it the message to me is <laughs> abuse, is that not the same thing abuse your kids to the point where they can be taken away from you to get ready for evil and you will be victorious <laughs> that is the message that's what yeah that's what we're shown yeah that, that's the moral of the movie that's what happens with the victory it's something you do not see too often in popular studio films yeah usually laurie would learn the lesson of somehow like i shouldn't have done that to no. you and somehow they'd win together she was right the, the whole time she's right the whole time yeah. and the the answer is be almost abusive to your kid Jesus. to be ready to defend. Or himself. I wouldn't say that's that the answer. I would but, say it's family is not nearly as important as preparing for the they, doom. Yeah, something like that. Yeah. No, I agree. Yeah. That softens it. Jesus. But mine's more fun. The, it is. The, the, being an abusive was, parent to be ready for a slasher <laughs> is much more God. Fun. That's so... I no, think but that, that I, is the moral I never, story. The, so yeah. I, I saw... But how does that compare to the first one, though? Well, I think both movies are nihilistic in that evil is out there. It's coming for you. That the first one... True. How about this? You're, the second you, one is Jamie's nothing you can do about Definitely. It. The first one's nihilistic in that Laurie Strode in the first movie has no connection to Michael other than yep. he just sees her and he wants to yep. kill her. Yep. So it's, it's funny, it's Jamie, yeah. that you're talking it's just about for you no matter what you did. Mm -hmm. yeah. I agree with everything you're saying, except I don't think it was the intent of the screenwriter. No, I they, I think it, what it could I be the reshoots. I I think what you're saying is what we're shown and what is achieved in the in the in the film and the story. But I think what they're going for is the sin is letting your past define you, and they think that they are having her by defeating Michael not having her past define her, but it's that very it thing. Is, uh, it was her. the last 40 years of yeah. her life. Right? <laughs> it defines her. Yeah. yeah. So she's not a victim, but she's totally a victim. Yeah. yeah. Instead of moving well, that's on from the, her that, life. Yeah. That, that's that's, that's my argument that that's yeah. the sin of this movie. But I'm saying what Jamie says, I agree with is that they're saying, no, that's that's what saves you. Yeah, that's, you <laughs> it's not a sin at all. You, lucky you did that. <laughs> yeah, because uh, you're survived. Be yeah. And then like, right. so we didn't write. We, we didn't stuff. write yeah. down. We didn't write down on the um. And and I, I think that they're trying to say that for the town too. And I'm gonna talk about this a little bit in a minute. I think they failed at that. I don't think that this town is stuck in Michael My being the town where Michael Myers murdered people, yeah. which I think it should be. Mm -hmm. But I think mm -hmm. that they think it is based it's like that pre-existing stuff it's like that's not there but the audience feels it so they the feel like culture, they don't need we to know. do the work yeah the pop so, culture weight hangs above them whether they remove it or not right it's, it's true it's so yeah uh, so I, I think they're even trying to express that through the town that the town lets their sin let the let letting the sins of the past define it but i don't think that that was achieved but we we didn't talk about we didn't write down theme on this list to talk about but it's 
it's got your classic. I want to talk about it because it's got Jamie's classic go to the classroom. Right. Oh, oh yeah. Oh yeah, dude. Yeah. They're Thanks. both. And give, then, us a, give us a refresh. In the uh, okay, go go for it, Jamie. So usually the theme is something when you're in a classroom setting or you get a speech <laughs> or something like that. They write something on the board or something like that, or they talk <laughs> about some homework assignment they read, and that is usually the theme. So. Yeah, and the second it came up in this movie, I was like, oh my god, I was th I thought of Jamie. It's funny that you thought of me with the insecurity line, and I was like, it's a classroom scene. It's a Here comes the theme. Here it is. Exactly. Here it comes. <laughs> Literally, they yeah. say it. I, right? I usually get my pen out at that point. <laughs> yeah. So in the in the original, the classroom scene, I can't. I'm not gonna quote the philosopher, but who it was, but. Um, in the original, uh, the classroom scene says, fate is our, out of our hands and completely out of our control. In the new nihilistic. Nihilistic. Now, yep, exactly. I agree that this movie's ending, which is what we should take away from it, is nihilistic, but the classroom scene says, we decide our fate, we choose our own suffering. That is like what's discussed in the classroom. So they're trying to say it's not nihilistic, but then the events that end up in the final cut are very much, I think. I mean, what is that saying, though? If Laurie chose the different path of like getting over this and moving on and becoming a normal family woman, yeah, she wouldn't have had this problem. I don't know. Because that yeah. guy had so nothing is it a to mess? do with Lori. Do you, do you guys the doctor, what's his name? Steven? Sartain. Sartain. Um, Steven, where did I get that? <laughs> um, so, like, he would have still done what he did. Right, yeah. right. And yeah. he then, then if she still lived there, Michael would have came and I, killed so her so whole family. So you guys family. think it's, a, it's kind of... I mean, being optimistic toward them, the, the writer, <laughs> right. I could say she chose not to be a victim, but to take it to him. And right, and I agree that there's an argument the for evil. that, and she vanquished the evil. So she took fate into her own hands. She built the safe house. Then when it came time to it, she didn't back down. And, she and real, faced him and real, overcame. Really, him. the arc character is Judy Greer, right? Yes. Yeah, it's, yeah. So she gonna... arcs. She arcs from a point of being mad at her mother to being, oh, my mother did right. Yeah. And that wins the day. Yeah. So, but that that you, that. But again, takes I'm, up. It, it it makes for a weird message. Eleven minutes of the movie. I really don't know though if I <laughs> if I agree on how the movie views victimhood though, because mm -hmm. to me it seems like Michael Myers was in her brain for forty years. I no, I agree. I agree. Yeah. I, like like yeah, she's strong as a character. Yeah, but she also isn't. Yeah, I mean, no. I know we're three privileged white Stop. guys talking about but, this, but, but Judy you know Greer, what I'm saying? Like, yeah. there, there's a victimhood premise here that Judy, he was terrorizing her for forty years. Yes, yeah. it was. Yeah, Judy, Michael Myers was still there. He, yeah, he was in prison. But he was still, he was still. Judy Greer her. makes yeah. some points to her mother about that early in the movie, um, that seemed to be establishing some kind of, of theme, compromise or theme. But again, I think Judy Greer is the one that changes her mind and not Jamie Lee Curtis or yeah. Laura. Yeah, no, you're right. That's why. That's why the whole movie kind of feels off. It does. It feels weird. It, it feels weird because you know what it feels like. It feels like not to at all shame my favorite writer danny mcbride or my favorite performer but it feels like sometimes when i see newer writers i see this problem where they kind of have a feel for character arc and theme but they don't exactly know how to wield it so they right. put places in there like a classroom and like a mom daughter talk that don't necessarily play out in multiple places in the story right they just kind of then tack something they're checking the, the boxes they check boxes but they don't realize how to actually cinematically the unearned it's it's yeah. it's the the you put it there because i'll put the a story... philosopher quote here <laughs> yeah and i don't really have to worry about what that means or if it's gonna play out right 
Yeah, and the mm-hmm. first mi- right. exactly. I'm sorry, I didn't mean to cut you off. Yeah. But yeah. Quite, quite honestly, I thought you were coming with a philosopher Qu- quote. <laughs> yeah, no, that's what I thought too. I was like, yeah, I thought do it, gonna... Bob. Oh, just anything. You know. Kierkegaard once said. You know, um, so <laughs> that's the theme of this episode. Kierkegaard. We could put his his uh, quote on a poster. I for think, Halloween. therefore, I am. Yeah. Um, <laughs> right. But that said, the, <laughs> the yeah. first Halloween, Halloween 1978, I guess we're calling it. Um, <laughs> that movie didn't have necessarily a character arc at all. Yeah. So and that was okay. It didn't have to do any of these things. It just stripped them away. But because this movie is it's conventional, again stylized, it's Hollywood. It's genre. It's, it's genre. genre. Yeah. Genre. yeah. yeah. Um, it has to have those things, or otherwise we feel off because we're yeah. used to them. But yeah. you couldn't avoid that if Lori's involved. I, I agree. I There's agree. no way. I just don't see a way, unless it was completely stupid, yeah. to have Lori be the person. To interact with Michael Myers in a movie yeah. without all of that, what you're yeah, saying. Without, yeah. You without can't being just have a, it random. Without being a movie movie. <laughs> right. <laughs> it has to be. Yeah. So like, I'm sympathetic to them for doing what Absolutely. they do. Absolutely. 100%. Know, Look, uh, yeah. all, the, all the sequels, and I'm a fan of Halloween movies. Me all too. the sequels had the same problem. Exactly. You know, so 100%. I love Halloween 4, but Halloween 4 is just very different than Halloween 1978. Right. Yeah. It's just a different animal. Right. I, I almost don't think they can even be compared. No. Really. Uh, they're just no. different things. No. Yeah. It's funny we were like jumping back and forth. Uh, Jamie, what is Danny McBride's role? Danny McBride's role. I, I just saw this in some interview or something. Because <laughs> I'm like. I know I'm interested in this. No, yeah. I'm very he basically just had a rule for the other writers. He said, no jokes until the scares start. Okay. So, no haha to the stabby. Okay, yeah. so that's an emphasis on trying to balance out the horror and the I, comedy. And I, I, I just threw this in here. I was like, D- does this make sense as a good rule to you? Do you I like this? I think it's a rule? cool rule. I think it's a cool rule. Um, sure. I don't know. I don't, I don't know. really know. I, I, I have I'm to really see it practice more. I yeah, because I'm sure Scream had some jokes before the stabby. Yeah, um, it'd be interesting to check. It's different. It'd be interesting to take this and and watch a few opening movies. scenes yeah. of horror movies. Scream's, Scream's also a dissection of slasher, so that's kind yeah. of a yeah. I'm not fence. sure the original Halloween had a lot of good jokes mm, that I remember. None. I'm no, sure it's there was some banter. I was lucky enough I was lucky enough to see a double feature of um. Thanks, Pat Stork, if you ever listen. So I saw a double, a double feature of the first movie and this movie um, in one together, night. Together, back to Together, back. back, back. At the Senator in Baltimore. It was great. Uh. Um, the first movie is very dire and very quiet. Mm-hmm. It is not. There's yeah. no jokes in it. Yeah. To put jokes in the new one would have, it would have made it feel like number eight. Right. You know what I mean? <laughs> like, it just, it's not, it shouldn't be there. Yeah. Because the pop culture of it shouldn't be there. Right. There shouldn't be anyone joking about Mike Myers because he's a distant memory that happened one night 40 years ago. Right, right. Do you know, I don't know what happened 40 years I, ago in my neighborhood. I'm going to completely disagree with you on this one. This is, I mean, this is jumping down way go down. Ahead, I'm, go but, for it. But, uh, okay, I mean, I have lots of things I don't believe about this movie. Okay. Um, now, let me just say, because I have a lot of horror friends who are going to be like, okay. why did you sit there and just bash it? I really enjoyed this movie. I love Halloween movies. Michael Myers is my favorite like horror icon. I think he's terrifying. Um, I'm okay with the retconning. I'm fine with it. It's fine. Right. It's fine. Um, uh, and I now absolutely and I false. absolutely love the third <laughs> act. I think this movie figured out what it was supposed to be in the last 20 minutes and in my opinion the whole movie should have been the last 20 and minutes what, but you go to ex- you experience the movie that you watched not what you wanted it to be so anyway but uh 
Jamie, you and I, we've never talked about the uh, uh, one of the tools of premise creation, which is why here, why now. And I learned mm-hmm. this from you. Okay. I learned this from Jamie, too. Yeah. I you want to talk about I, those rules first? I learned tools, it, not rules. I learned it from David Mamet. Oh, okay. Yeah, it's one of his rules. Okay. Um, so, And I've repeated it often. But it's something you can apply to a lot of different parts of your writing. So you can apply it to your premise. You know, why, why does this have to happen now? You know, why does this thing happen, have to happen now? But with, what David Mamet does, he forces his writers, when he does show running, <clears throat> he forces them to say, for every scene, why does this scene have to happen right now? Why here? Why now? But you're That's talking, you're awesome. talking premise. But yeah, premise. there's both. It works. In wow, both. A- applying a, that to scenes is great. Yeah, Mamet's actually thing. It's scene. It's scene level. Wow. It's, why does this? He challenges his writers to come up with why does this have to happen now? That, think, that way you get away from coincidence wow. and all that stuff. Man, yeah. that's awesome. But so so. But I, it applies to premise. I though. think if you since since I learned this from Jamie, I've been finding with not only my own ideas but helping other writers that it really helps nail down the premise because if the story could happen any other time, then it's not in the character's life, mm-hmm. then it's not ready to tell. Right. And if it could happen anywhere, any setting in the world. For this character, then it's also not ready to tell. The specific, spe- those specific answers really inform everything, and so the why now of this movie is they Transfer. let Michael Myers out on the 40th anniversary of his murders for shits and giggles. Hold, well, hold oh, on, yeah, Stevan. Re- yeah, retroactively. Right, Re- I'm pretty sure he had a hand in yeah that's, planning that. That's again the coincidence that explains mm. all the weird What's thing his that name explains. Again? Sorry, Sartain. Sartain. That's never mentioned. It's in the not movie. mentioned, but I thought the moment that he was revealed, his reveal explained that uh, very question I, to me I, in the theater. I hated the fact that that I, was it, but, but I think it does. It does. Okay, I'm wrong on this. No, well, I'm I mean, wrong. I'm on not this. saying I like it. Yeah, I'm saying to me that was the explanation. No, it it seemed like this weird kind of pattern that explained a lot of the coincidences. Right. It's like they threw it in like, like shit. So, <laughs> so look, no, to, but to your point, the whole movie, it was driving me crazy that they were transferring them on Halloween night. Absolutely. And I was sitting I don't, there That's just, the why now. I was sitting there saying, you know what? I know they think anybody can write a horror movie, but these guys don't respect a horror movie if they're feeding us this crap. Right. That, was that my, this would ever happen. It was bothering me and, the whole movie. And then I was like, when the doctor happened, I kind of let go of that. You were problem. like, okay. I was like, okay. No, I, um, I, I felt the exact same as Jamie the whole time. Yeah. I, we didn't see it together. But yeah. I like when, when the doctor reveal happened, I was like, oh, and there were so many questions in my mind. I was like, well, now I can't argue any of that. Yeah, that was okay. kind of I, I was like, okay, because if it kept going the way it was going, I was gotcha. going to be like, I'm not gotcha. And I'm not sure that that's good writing either, you know, because I was right. really frustrated. It's a solution. Is it a good, it's is a it solution? a satisfying solution? Is it a compelling solution? Yeah. I, it works. Yeah. Okay. Maybe if he was like. A, You've convinced me. I, no, I will but experience I, it's, it. It works, but it's not great or compelling. Right. It, but there is an explanation there. Okay. Yeah. So, and then, so my second thing I don't believe is I've, there's three aspects of it, and they're all in, they all involve that. I don't believe that the, see, I disagree with you about the 40. I don't remember what this guy did. Uh, I mean, think about the Hell House legend around here. We've got this local Hell House legend. That's a legend, though. Which is exact, it's based on a true event. 
And it's exactly yeah. what would happen if on a, in a random town, if you lived in a small town and some guy 40 years ago killed some people with a mask on, like it's too, uh, it's too iconic it's of a fun. story. I'm not going to disagree with you. No, I'm saying it's like, just... it doesn't make sense that the town would not be obsessed with this event like i don't think, think about they, blair, I the blair witch project what is it burkittsville it's not even a real thing and like people come to burkittsville because they i don't think, think the blair witch was a real thing. i think they would be knowledgeable about it but it wouldn't be defining characters of the town Man, if you I got totally rid of all disagree. the sequels i do I, I think it would wouldn't be the you know what i'm saying it wouldn't be the defining characteristic of haddonfield gotcha I don't think it would gotcha. be, and For especially me, forty years later. Yeah, I don't think the because you would have parent new parents that were kids then. I don't yeah. think they. I don't think it would be like. I, eh. I, yeah, I I don't know where I fall on it because on one hand, because it's Halloween and all that, you know, the trappings would make it more. Maybe legendary. on that day, yeah, they, that's wait, what I'm saying. Yeah, maybe, but um, everybody be losing on, their shit. On, Michael no. Myers. Yeah, on, yes. On the flip, on the flip but side, they all didn't know. And, and if there was, but a, they would know. Yeah, is it, what I'm saying. All no, I'm, I'm saying about him being out released but they would know he was being transferred and they would be well, fearing that he would be released he yeah. would get did out did they announce was there in, I'm sorry, yeah it was on month. the news there's a newscast the news? that's how the All cops right, i'm sorry and the, and the cops a month. <laughs> there's a second insecurity line from right. the cop and he says they're transferring michael myers <laughs> 40 years after the anniversary of right. him murdering a bunch of people in haddonfield a, was he reading the back of a dvd <laughs> <laughs> Yeah. He says that, and he laughs, and he he saw he says something that's like we're in for some wild shit. Like yeah. he says something like that, and it's yeah. like uh, yeah. strap in. Yeah. God yeah. damn it! Yeah. Um, I'm just being really, I'm being really hard on it because I just think they could have done. You're being easier better. than I am, though. So um, you're I giving just, it that. You're I'm giving just, it. That. What I'm saying is, I don't believe the world the the 40 years later world of Haddonfield that this presents based on the events of the first movie and the history of the franchise that we're supposed to believe is the I, I, is you're saying happening. the town should be going ape shit absolutely right. Mike they're fucking okay. transferring Michael Myers on Halloween well, like, I will concede there should be to what protesters you, now that I forgot be, about the newscast I agree there with should be Jimmy. protesters well, this Jimmy. is an event wasn't there yeah. even a line where he said something like what am I gonna do cancel Halloween like, yeah, it's like Jaws in the and Beach. I was like, can't you cancel Halloween? Yeah, you can. Like that's yeah. not hard. That's, yeah, it wasn't Jaws in the Beach where it it's... depended on their survival. Well, yeah. You just tell everybody to go home. <laughs> exactly. Cancel Halloween. Perfect. All the time. It's uh, it, they've done exactly. Yeah, they've I, done it. Yeah. I was like, who cares? Do you it. Just, you just say, hey, everybody, go home. There's a mass killer <laughs> on the loose. Ma exactly. But, oh my god, my trick or treat. But then, candy. The, but then yeah, there's then there's no movie. I guess for I'll just break it down to this. It was so. Is treated by everyone in the world of the story except for Laurie as so unceremonious that he was being transferred on Halloween. Again, again okay, that's wait. the theme. Now hold on a second. Hold on. Let me let me <laughs> let me You're right. Add it's to... nihilist, man. Nothing matters. Yeah, nothing matters. If, nothing, I could, if you kill some people in the town, who gives a shit? Add, underestimating evil. Nothing add matters. What Jamie, Jimmy's saying. I wish you guys didn't have like nigh the same name. Um <laughs> sc uh, Scream sequels. Do that very thing you're talking about mm -hmm. they are you know what i mean the town yeah. is completely traumatized it's because it's what would happen right right it's plausible it is it's not 40 years but it's still like yeah this happened ten, like scream four this yeah, happened the wound like is years, still no, healing now ago. one thing they add years ago one thing they add that i think would fuel that <laughs> right. not, no, not to debate the logic of that at all because i think you're right but <laughs> 
the one thing that screen movies have is they have the stab movies and yes. the books and the stuff like that. Yes. Jamie's also right. Yeah. Yes. Yep. And this one just has a soon to be released podcast that nobody yeah. cares about. But <laughs> I don't believe murdered. that as well. Yeah. I just don't believe that that's all that somebody like Ty. some two British people discovered this 40 years later. No, bullshit. Think about all the serial killers out there. Michael Myers and what he actually did is just as fucking were it would be well, he celebrated killed four people in 1978 on halloween wearing a mask was dude, it four people it's i think it's yeah, four it was four his uh, dude think about the night stalker like richard ramirez think about how that how the our culture celebrates serial so killers the, to clear to clarify the criticism is is that no one respects michael Myers. right which, which I don't which believe. is the theme of the first movie. <laughs> Underestimating evil, no respect for evil. I've said my piece on that. that get okay. it all out there. I just wanted to clarify yeah. for everyone listening. I'm fucking rambling like a madman. No, man. This, is a, this is a heavy movie to discuss. Yeah. So, yeah. so Keep that, going. You got that, like those, nine, nine pages those were of the, stuff. Those, no, I don't. <laughs> <laughs> those were the things I didn't believe about the premise. The why now? And that the police wouldn't take it seriously. That the town wouldn't take it seriously. But you're changing your stance on the wine out because of the stupid doctor. I it works. It does the job. It's, it's not, not good. <laughs> satisfying, but it does the job because I actually love the idea of that guy sabotaging the bus. Like when that yeah. happened, I was like, oh man, I can picture him like I, fucking up the I, steering wheel with the cop. And, honestly, like, if they just leaned into it a little more, I think it would have been not, better. No, yep. They I was trying have. to say earlier, like maybe making him a bigger character. Right? Yep. I agree. So you're bringing up my next point. Oh, good. Okay. Go ahead for it. For me, there is a lot of like underutilized characters. It's just the whole thing, like like the boyfriend. Let's oh talk about the boyfriend. God. He exists to throw a cell phone into cheese dip. Okay, exactly. The he's there. It's true. And, Gotta and, admit, I enjoyed that moment. I did too. <laughs> By the way, that party was bizarre. It like, was really. It was weird. like something out of Vice Principals, and then they came like in the Bonnie and Clyde outfit. <laughs> I was like, "What is? What is this?" <laughs> that was that was the weirdest. Nobody's talking about that part of the movie, but when I saw that part of the movie, that was the part that stuck with me the most. It's this strange. weird Halloween high school Halloween party that was just minimalist. And, yeah, it you know, was like weird. there's kids dressed as like the mummy and stuff. And I was like, I, I don't really see that anymore. It was, it was just strange. <laughs> yeah, it was yeah. Just all that strange. Um, anyway, but that, uh, so anyway, there was a kid, cheese dip kid. There's a <laughs> the, the doctor's really there to explain the coincidence to some respect. Yeah, um, not because they. I really like. He's a clever reversal. Of I like his turn, but then they just squash his head two seconds later. <laughs> yeah, right? they do. They don't so, do anything. I, I wanted to see him do something. Yeah, dude, he could have. He could have sabotaged like, the safe house. Yeah, yeah. Like uh, maybe honestly, he I sat pushes, up when, when he that pushes the finale. Like, okay. Oh, I thought he was going to push the finale toward yeah. itself. I know, and then his head blows up. But I love that it at least <laughs> explain. I was, I was, the entire time I was watching the trailers, I was dreading. How are they going to make me believe that Michael Myers would follow her to this safe house? And then the fact that this doctor is driving her, her, driving him directly Directly to to her door. I was like, I love that. Right. So because he wants to see Michael kill, like that is scary. I love and it that. It explains it away. Um, it's yeah. not a coincidence. It works for me. Yeah. Yeah. There, yeah. there were a couple. Of, I am not now. I'm blanking on a couple of the other characters that literally exist just to move people from one place to another. There's so many. Um. That it. You know. It, it, but anyway, it was just one of these weird, weird storytelling things. I agree with you completely. Right. I actually feel like okay. I feel like it's trying to be. It's. <laughs> And it's basically it does feel like you said like early writers like it's it's mm-hmm. it's 
it's trying to be a teen horror movie and then it's trying to be the final girl versus uh slasher showdown movie right. and then it's also trying to be a family drama it's, between mother and checking daughter checking the boxes of all those it's, things and then it it never gives you enough of any of those three right. it gives you 20 minutes of each of those it's things it's a taste cuz taste of each right except it thinks it's giving you full on the full on for yeah, all yeah. i and i think this movie over and over feel feels like it thinks it's doing all of these things that it's not yeah. it's like I mean, we got the mother's daughter story down i mean they had three moments together yeah and, and then we got the teen horror movie i mean she had three scenes right. it was weird too because she has like one scene with Michael myers and the rest of her scenes just running like for a yeah. while you know she has the she's cop in the car, woods for 10 she's minutes in the woods for like 10 minutes the daughter yeah, yeah. yeah. running 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 yeah. running, she, running and and she, she witnesses her that her friend that Hit on her, killed right. That's the, right. Yeah. That's right. Sorry, I'm trying to remember. No, it's okay. <laughs> He's yeah. smushed against the gate. Right. He gets Love that scene. Gate. Yeah. Great scene. Really yeah, funny. Good kills. Good yeah. kills. But yeah. I mean, I didn't really need yeah. it. <laughs> no, but it was. I mean, it was a good premise yeah. delivery. You're right. I mean, a lot of this stuff you didn't really need. Like, I mean, everybody's favorite scene from this movie is probably the babysitter and the kid. You know, uh, let's oh, talk yeah, yeah. about it. The little uh, Danny McBride uh, written the scene. That's what I'm calling it. Yeah. I'm saying he wrote that scene. Yeah. Um, but, but that's another scene that's filled with coincidence. Like, yeah. why is Michael Myers at her best friend's house? He just yeah, walked exactly. into that. He just yeah. walked into a house. Yeah. To walked kill into people. the yeah. one house that we just happened to set up the character, and there yeah. it was. And it was, you know, it's just kind of odd. Do you, you remember what I said when we were chatting about it originally? I said it's like Michael Myers had somebody put a tracking device yeah. on the characters well, in their order of importance to the story. Right. And yeah. then he tracked them down one by one. This person is the least important. Now this person is the next well, and most so It important. doesn't feel random like the original. Where yeah. The, where the kids are just kind of there. there kills, in the he, neighborhood. He kills through kids to it's, get to the one yeah. he desires. It's not yeah. allowed to be random. And even then, it was proximity was the reason, basically. Yeah. And that and that was motivated. It was motivated. Yeah. And it, we believe Now, it. here's what... <laughs> Here's the ridiculous thing. So when I was hot about this movie and it's coincidences. <laughs> I love um, when you, the fact that you were yeah. passionate. No, yes. But let's hear it, Jamie. <laughs> but, but no. I'll shut up. I, I always like to think of it from the other side. And there are people that really enjoyed this movie a lot and thought it worked perfectly. Good. I'm and glad you did. So I'm going to pl- I'm gonna stand in their shoes now. The reason he went to her house was because the doctor had him memorize all the addresses. Around. I don't know. I'm, trying to, I'm trying to do. That's basically... What I hear a lot of about this, the doctor did it. Jesus Christ! The doctor, the doctor told him where to go. I don't know. Like the podcasters, but why the pod? The podcasters need I'm to joking. get gas, and they that. need to take a dump, so they stop at a gas station, a random gas station, and, and Mike, Michael Myers, Myers just so happens to be there at the exact moment yeah. that they need to get gas, and then right. Take a right. dump again. If the second movie or the fourth movie existed, he could have been more of a boogeyman presence. This yeah, that's could all fine. Be explained through demonics or something. Right. But and, by the way, and I'm fine if, with that. You know what? It, this it shouldn't be called the babysitter murders. It should be called the mechanic murders because yeah. this is the second that mechanic can... he's killed. <laughs> in the... Dude, he's got to get yeah, that suit no, back. I thought about that. He's killed as many mechanics. That, Jamie, I'm so happy you said it because when he killed the mechanic, I was like. Is anyone going to talk about the fact this dude is murdering? <laughs> he just killed Watch out, Haddonfield mechanics. It was exactly. that, no, that that's another thing too. It was like for a movie that I think, like you're saying, is confused about how grounded it is. It's like, would he get the same clothes again? Like, yeah, yeah. the mask I could 
deal with because we have to deal with that. But right. like, he's gonna wear overalls, a onesie again. Like, what? <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like, the, it just seems like I, it almost would have to be like. Oh, I know. I'm rewriting. It makes me think. I'm rewriting it, but it's like it, a storage Jeff. unit that has his clothes from the original, and right. he pulls them out. Yeah. Well, well, what if the podcasters had the yeah. whole outfit or something? Yeah. I don't know. That would have made it would have been right. fine. For him to kill another mechanic and take his clothes. Yeah, yeah I, I was know. like, what? And he's wearing the blue ones, man. Well, I mean, the podcasters could add the knife. They could have gotten never all the collection somehow. Yeah. Like, and then yeah. there you go. It explains it perfectly. Explain it. Yeah. yeah, but I mean, that's that's what happens when you're trying to retcon like this. Yeah. But um, but which Amy just said would be so easy to write. They had the mask. Yeah, I they know. literally just needed Michael, two more items. Have the girl stand next to it. What about this? <laughs> <laughs> right, right. Waving his his, uh, his mechanic's sw- right. neck uniform next to the mask. I never thought in the <laughs> also make a great I don't know about you guys, but in the original movie, I never thought that he like wanted to wear that mechanics clothes no they were just, just in the way like the terminator yeah right but yeah. i'm saying that's like michael myers knowing that he has a uniform mm-hmm. yeah and putting it on <laughs> you know it doesn't make sense i gotta get one... to a gas station and find me I a gotta, mechanic onesie <laughs> or else i'm not michael myers without it yeah um man <laughs> that onesie is probably my favorite bit <laughs> And they they don't even show him doing all that. They it just has happened. It has yeah. happened, right? Which they don't show you know that in the is? first movie. But we can no. forgive it in like Terminator Two. Yeah. yeah, he just goes in there. He, well, he's already programmed to want that stuff. I yeah, guess. <laughs> I, yeah, whatever. But it's played for comedy in Terminator Two, so it works. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah. Right. I mean, he's bad at the bonus plan in the background. Yeah, no, it works. <laughs> it's light. It's light. It's really light. Um. I, I guess I don't know what would be playing in the background of Michael Myers facing down a mechanic. John Carpenter music. <laughs> Tough <laughs> enough? Yeah. I don't know. Um, it doesn't matter. So we talked about unnecessary. So, yeah, what did you guys think about the kid scene? The kids. The, the, kids, the, kid, the little kid the scene kid you the stole the movie. Yeah. I, I enjoyed it except for the fact that we saw the trailer, the stinger. But other than yeah. that, I enjoyed it. It's fine. I thought it was funny, but it's like a it. great example of... Uh, one character being in a completely different movie. It worked, mm-hmm. but it's like a great teaching moment of... Uh, you know, there there were two scenes like that, too, because then the cops talking about the sandwich was a little bit like that. Yeah, in another movie. Yeah. Like, the kid literally says to the to the one uh, teenage character, go up there and die. Like, yeah. come on. <laughs> and he's like, there's some guy in my closet. Like... Also, it's the... It's the fun- but it's, it's fucking funny. It's, the, it's yeah. the comic relief who is smart enough to run. Yeah, it's a Scooby I like and the that, Shaggy. It's Scooby but, and Shaggy, right? And in, in, in a movie that otherwise is trying to present itself as not uh, a movie. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> well, again, it's why it's it is tonally very different than the original, even yeah, though yeah, it has yeah. similarities. Yeah, the I, original wouldn't get away with something quite yeah. like that. Not, all, <laughs> not as clever. There, there's nobody in the original with life like that kid. Yeah, no, exactly. No one. Or or that per, that sass that perspective anything. I mean, I mean, just the casting of this movie. Also, I mean, you once you see Judy Greer, you know you're in a movie, right? Or, and once you see a, like that's a, true. The, the husband, so, you know you're in a movie. She's they're so well known. Yeah, that's a good call. I, yeah. I just want to say too, I'm I'm okay with it not being the original. Oh, I me am, too. I, I really want to make that clear. Me like, too. I, I'm just I don't pointing out be. how these things are on different tracks and mm-hmm. can't really get away with the same. I things. think. The problem is, is that like when we consider the writing team, you know, and there's part of me that kind of wishes that it was kind of Ash. I think it would have. 
I, I think may, it would have been right. great. They would have been number one. <laughs> yes, it might have been a little bit hacky, but those guys would have laid into that, and it would have been nuts. You know right. what I'm saying? Yeah. Like maybe that's more what they were cut out for, yeah. and were for, and they were forcing. Danny themselves. McBride would have been Doctor Sartan. <laughs> Dude, yeah, but like. <laughs> I think I would have walked out. I'd like it wouldn't have been a good. <laughs> it wouldn't have been, been a awesome. good sequel, but I would have walked That'd out. Been like, awesome. <laughs> I would have preferred maybe to what they did here. I would have preferred Danny the McBride sight. Michael. Right, but I, I would have preferred the, the experience of what they would have done if they if they were off the leash instead of this. Yeah. Gotcha. Gotcha. Or, like I don't know if they're the guys that should have done this. Right. Gotcha. Been, been respectful. Then they were. I think. I think they were really. I think they were extremely respectful, but I don't know if they were the ones that should have been hired to be respectful. Gotcha. Mm -hmm. That makes sense. I I remember the rumor about this was so this Halloween was owned by Dimension before um, Miramax got it back. They had to make a movie in a certain amount of time, and Adam Wingard was the guy they approached. Oh wow! Um, Oh really? I don't know if it was right after the guest or whatever. You know. And he turned him down. He said he couldn't do it just because he couldn't, like, I don't know. He probably respects it way too much. Exactly. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. So good. I mean, that's good he, for him. He turned it down, and then it fell to um, Miramax. And Miramax approached Blumhouse, and that's how, okay. that's how it came about. I don't know what that There was, was a Marcus Dunstan version of this year. There was. Like there was that one, ago. too. I think that one might have been the one that actually fell through, now that you say it. I think that was the one they were trying to push. Because I saw a little... Uh, some fan made trailer. That was for a it, sequel. Was like, what is this? That that was going to yeah, be a that sequel that respected sequel. all the rest of it. Yeah. Um. Who who's the protagonist of this movie? I think it thinks Laurie is, but I think it's a kind of a all over the place. I, yeah. I might say her daughter. I was debating like when I was watching, I was like, I is, it, is, is it the granddaughter? Is it the daughter? Oh, by the way, one other thing. Oh, oh sorry, the granddaughter. Yeah, the granddaughter. Yeah, yeah. sorry, I didn't mean to say the daughter. The teenager. Yeah, there's only nine generations yeah. of everyone in this movie. <laughs> it's it's like... hard to say because Judy Greer feels like she has the arc. She has the big. The daughter doesn't need an arc. Yeah. The, the youngest. The daughter is Laurie Strode from 40 years ago. Yeah, she doesn't really need an arc. She's but just, you would think you know... she'd be more informed too. She seems to be the most well-adjusted. She's looking right? at it from the yeah. outside. Yeah. And then Laurie is the one that seems like she needs an arc, but then wins in the end. Yeah. So it's it's a tricky movie to figure out. Who has. Yeah. And and the original Halloween is also tricky to figure that out, even though it's Laurie because she's the only one left. Yeah. She doesn't really have a story like a protagonist. Yeah. Um. She's what, a side. The original movie. It's like, what if this happened to a side character in a movie? Yeah. Yeah. That's what it is. Yeah. <laughs> to be honest. Right. Yeah. Yeah. My my biggest writing issue with this movie is grandmother. Oh, over and over. Who says that? God, that bothered me. No, I'm, just, I'm, really? I'm kidding. Oh, I'm kidding. okay. I was going to say, yeah. really? I'm kidding that it's my biggest issue. <laughs> but it did bug me. That who says grandmother? I mean, grandmother. if you guys grandmother? say that, I'm like, like what's up with like grandmother? Who wrote that? Jerk. Especially in 2018. Yeah, you know, grandmother. 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 Maybe they thought it would make it stand out. <laughs> it would. Yeah, maybe it's an overseas thing. They want like people in China say grandmother or something. Grandmother just wow. drove me nuts. No, I'm that could be. I am just guessing. I don't know. A. I'm just guessing. I'm like, do I need to go change well, all my scripts? Grandmother. It, it, we're asking who the protagonist is, and we and no one has a specific answer. No. Who's the antagonist? Oh. Oh, I definitely think Michael. it's Michael. Yeah. Yeah. Well, you don't think it's Dr. Sartan? Yeah. Well, <laughs> he's one of he them. He is responsible for literally for, everything. Yeah. But I don't yeah. think he's the actual. Yeah. I guess I was hoping that in the end, when I walked away, that Laurie Strode would be the antagonist somehow. Oh man. I just was I guess I was Anti-hero. going for way more cerebral in my expectations. Yeah. 
than it was. So, you so, know, and I can't expect a movie to be something if it isn't. So, so, so back back to this edited, um, this edited ending or, yeah. or whatever. It, yeah. The ending that uh, is. Let's the, talk about yeah. the ending that is. So yeah. the ending that is versus the ending that that wasn't too. I'd like to hit on real okay. quick. It's interesting because the ending that that wasn't the the one that's in this script that's floating around, it doesn't have a trap. There's nothing like that. So it almost feels like she was just defending herself in that house. But honestly, if I had seen that, it would have blown my skull to pieces because I would have been like, why didn't she just move? (laughs) Why didn't she just go into hiding or something? Why live in the same town in the woods? So I almost wonder if that's part of the reason why they went with it's a trap. Right, they might have driven them. Why she's still there? Why she's still there? Because then it totally made sense. Yeah, it's one of these. Come and get me. It's one of these positive writing evolution things that can happen. Like sometimes you can have something that doesn't make any sense that then becomes a big cathartic moment in the end of your script. Mm. So I kind of give them props for that. That happens a lot. (laughs) It happens. Good problems that. Good problems. Yeah. Like the thing that honestly it's one of the big moments it's like a cheer moment like a cheer went out in the crowd they were like yeah, yeah oh my gosh oh. the crowd i saw it with loved it yeah yeah so yeah i think uh what do you think about the end i think there's a lot guys? of there's a lot of stuff about the trap that was kind of pushing the limits of logic but yeah like the the, the things that she thought up to trap michael i was like what yeah why <laughs> well why do that out of all the 40 years and you came up with this I, yeah i don't i yeah. just don't I, I needed more i needed to know who Lori was a little more <laughs> yeah because to it, understand why that house it, was like it was it, gotcha. it almost made her like a crazy hoarder who came up with a trap or something yeah yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, like it puts mannequins all over the place just to make it scarier <laughs> right like turn all the lights out <laughs> why wouldn't it just look like a normal house yeah it, it was weird or or why not put the cage in the foyer or why not yeah. put the cage yeah. in the, Why not you know. just have the house locked down completely right. and, then, and then blow up yeah. completely? And and also My not, response is always I think that I agree with you, but they wanted it to be, it a, has to be a movie. movie. Yeah. <laughs> but, but there is a it's a sometimes those questions don't make sense, but sometimes they do, especially when you're talking about time. But yeah. She had forty years. Yeah. This isn't like a month. Yeah. Also, okay. why hide your cage? In the one room that's hidden from the entire house. It Why not make it? I don't get that. Right, and right. then not only do you do that, but you have to put somebody down there for him to go down into without it. a secret like door to go out and say, "Ah, you're trapped." Yeah, it like didn't make any sense. Her really plan risky. was based on all the like small moments that led to people being able to get out of that basement. I like, he, like you know, what if he just grabbed her leg? all the better and pulled her down i'm like then your plan sucks so there, your no, daughter would be dead <laughs> like i don't okay the, it doesn't matter the clearing the room <laughs> and then the you know what i'm saying right there was the clearing the room thing yeah. as well like when she was going and clearing the room i didn't quite yeah i was like what do you do blow this house yeah. up <laughs> would you hit the button and yeah. leave and, and she's scared she though she shouldn't be though. Well, it, nah, I like that she was scared. But if scared. she's scared, why would she go and clear all the rooms? Wouldn't she just hide in the basement? He was in the house. Blow it up. Why doesn't she have cameras? Yeah, cameras. That was the big thing. But I was like, why not? Why don't you have the place rigged with drop cams? I my house blah, is blah. rigged with drop cams. <laughs> <laughs> the only call, I I never got attacked by a killer on Haddonfield. <laughs> my entire house has. I can look up on my phone right now every room in my house. That's crazy and awesome. Yeah. It's kind of creepy. No, but, a little bit. Uh, but yeah, but why doesn't she have cameras? We're doing something that we don't normally do right now, but 
I feel like if the movie was written better, we wouldn't well, be doing it. Yeah, we don't usually try we to rewrite the movie. We don't usually rewrite a movie, but I really feel I like I walked you, out of this movie asking all those questions. When you hit all the coincidences that start your mind thinking that, like yeah. in the beginning, and even though the doctor cleared up some of them, my mind was already in that mode. Like yeah. I was starting to pick at it. And it's, yeah. It becomes an issue. Yeah. You know? Just, I mean, I just couldn't believe it. <laughs> I was just like, well, I'm I laughing got, because your expression is so. Because like, I was just like, because the whole movie, the marketing, the build up to Laurie Strode, 40 years, she's ready for the verse, you know, the final the girl, title bout. The title movie. bout. And I was like, the, the that's tra- not what this is. I was like, the confusing plan that she had with this house. I was like, I guess that would work. <laughs> if it was me, I'd probably have purchased century guns <laughs> that would shoot him. Once in the neck or head and kill him. Right. Why did you, <laughs> like, give me a reason. Like, you know what I mean? Like, Michael would need to be smarter or something. I don't know. Give me. I, you got me. Yeah, I don't have the answer. Give me a reason There's... why he re- out th- he had to outthink her and she had to outthink him. But I didn't feel like either one was doing that. And, and you know. Does that make sense? Yeah. The way, okay. I agree. Okay. The way they made okay. that trap work, I was actually, while I was watching the movie, I was pretty sure. There's going to be some cathartic moment where one of them, like Laurie, would be down in the basement with him, and she'd be going to her daughter, you and know, push her daughter out, and then yeah, she'd be like, him. she'd be like, no, I can't do it. Maybe like, they shot that. Hit, hit I wouldn't button. be surprised if they you know, shot it. I I expected that, or even her daughter to be down there, and then it would be like a tragedy. Jamie, where her daughter, it, she had to oh, lose her daughter. Oh shit! That's kind of no, no, what no, no, I expected. No, that's dark no, what shit. I expected when we yeah. got to that. I was like, Laurie is going to go down there and sacrifice herself, right? Because to her, I agree. Her life doesn't matter. Michael Myers is her life. She is a victim of the highest order, yeah. and also she is a badass of the highest order. Yeah. So she is going to take him out with herself to make sure he's dead. That would have been an ending I would have been much more enthusiastic about. Because if I knew yeah. about that basement, I'd be like, that's what you would build if you're like, I'm going to get him down there, and I'm yeah. lock him in, together. and we're yeah, going to burn alive together, together. Yeah. and I'm going to watch as he dies, as yeah. I die. Yeah. Yeah. And it's sense. over. Yeah. And I wouldn't be surprised if they shot that ending. They might have shot that ending. And tested it. Because that's a pretty awesome ending. You can't kill Jamie Lee. We have a sequel of mine. I know. I know. But that would have been a badass ending. The answer is money. Why didn't that happen? Money. Um, That's why movies happen. Money. I mean, that's... (laughs) Yeah. I... We can't. We're. I know this is a weird episode because we were. It's a weird episode. We're. We never do not, this. So yeah, but I, I, I want to talk I about. I dislike this movie. I liked a, it, and I liked the movie too. <laughs> yeah, I, liked I walked out pumped as shit. <laughs> they fucking got him in the basement. But I then I was like, okay, but now I have to talk about the script. Right. Mm. Yeah. Uh, okay, but okay. Let's. Good. I have a positive. Okay. Yes. Let's talk positive. I have a positive for Danny McBride and. Uh, I don't know how to say his David three names. Gordon Green. David Gordon Green. Um, so there's a great teaching moment in this movie that has nothing to do with horror whatsoever. Um, I read lots and lots of scripts that are either like police procedurals, um, journalists who need to uh, ask people questions, or just people who are trying to solve a mystery. And the scenes usually go like this. A character finds somebody who has some information that they need from him and that person is going to be asked something they never ever want to talk about again in their entire lives don't ask me anything about this fucking event and then the character in the movie asks them about the event and they say yeah i'll tell you everything you want to know (laughs) and then the character gets all the information they need 
to move forward in the story right, right. with no complication. It's as easy as possible, and there's no motivation provided for why that character would tell them everything they need to know. It's just because the writer needs it to happen. And I was really scared when they got to this moment where they come up to her gate, and I was like, there's no fucking way that Laurie Strode would talk to them, right? But what do they do? They've got $3,000 in cash, and they're like, well, will you talk to us for $3,000 in cash? cash? And who wouldn't? Even to just throw them out for after I mean, she's one just minute. telling things that are on record. So, but it was just she a do great it for money. Yeah. exactly. But it was yeah. just a great teaching moment because I see so many stories. I see so many scripts where um, characters need information from another character, and there is no motivation for that other character to give them that information. They just do it, and so this movie provided great motivation for Lori to talk to these podcasters. I thought it was a great teaching moment. Money, yeah, money. Just a reward, motivation. Motivation yeah. is either reward or stakes. So the the alternative would be like, we have your granddaughter at gunpoint open the gate and talk to us or else we're going to blow our brains out. That would be also a motivation, but that would be stakes instead of reward. Right, right. Yeah. So, yeah. Positive. Yeah, that's a positive. Good job, guys. Yeah, I go. mean, nice. for all that we for all that we tried to rewrite, I, I I really I really enjoyed the spirit of this movie. Absolutely, it's the nuts and bolts, the right? little things, the like. little things I just don't get. So yeah, yeah. it was. It and was I think lazy. Jamie pointing out that nihilism doesn't help. I don't think it thinks it's nihilistic, though. No, I don't think it does either. But I agree. I think the, I think it, it really believes the ending is a triumph. Mm-hmm. Of of her now, Lloyd Strode's the, life, the moral premise yeah. guy he claims that no nihilistic movie will ever make money. Like, and he, he he's I, wrong. I would, <laughs> I would challenge him with this movie. I'd I'd point him right to this movie and say, "Tell me that this isn't nihilistic." The most recent King Kong is nihilistic as shit. Yeah, that is. And that made did the mist make money? money? Uh, what? Mist the mist, but not huh. not block. He's talking blockbuster kind of yeah. movie. And the mist was a blockbuster ish. I I'll have to look it up. I mean, I, that was a. Big budget horror movie. Yeah, but I, I mean, like in the hundred million. Okay, of, fine. You know, but, yeah. This what is seventy five. I love this episode. We are all over the place. It's great. I th- you know what? Because I think this movie's all over the place. Yeah, I think it's kind of unclear exactly what this movie wants. Yeah, tried to be too many things. They tried to be too many things, yeah. and you know what? I don't blame them. Because it's a yeah, lot. It's a lot. A lot of, There's a reason yeah. Adam Wingard was like, nah, no, <laughs> no, boy, no, thank you. I'd rather yeah. direct yeah. King Kong vs. Godzilla is less stress than trying to write yeah. a sequel yeah. to Halloween. I I don't need my I don't need my slasher movies to do that much, and this did enough for me. I just if I'm if it is my duty to talk about the screenwriting aspects of it, I'm gonna be honest, which I was. <laughs> Yeah, I mean, like in in the end, it doesn't it doesn't necessitate being great to be good. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. Uh, yeah, it's 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 a really it's enjoyable yeah. thing that happens. Jamie Lee Curtis is so good in it. She's great That's in not it. The, the performances are great. There's gonna be a sequel, and I've heard. And I remember in that interview I was talking about earlier that they said that they had ideas, but they didn't want to touch or think about them until. This was this. Let's see if we did. They said, "Let's see if we screwed up this one." (laughs) Yeah. So I was saying the entire movie was gonna be, um, since we didn't see the body, Mm -hmm. the entire Mm -hmm. movie. Next movie is just that jump when you think the killer's dead, (laughs) he's not. Yeah, (laughs) that sucks. I wanted to see his body. Well, or it could be. Of course, everybody's saying 
It's going to be the baby that he didn't kill. That's going to be <laughs> the baby. Entire. It's going to be Michael Myers. Entire yeah. blog yeah, be, post about be the baby. 20 years later, the baby is. We live in a world where there are awful. YouTube videos and blog that posts. so terrible. About Michael Myers walking past the baby. That's everybody's. Theory. No, because to be honest with you, uh, I didn't care to look up any of this stuff. Oh, okay. Yeah. I, I mean, about, I didn't, I, I read about movies. I've seen yeah. everything, but this one I didn't care enough. I'm not as big of a fan, so yeah, yeah. Uh, of of this movie, of the original. So, yeah, gotcha. I the baby, the baby, it's the, an interesting the baby. Theory. What it, he transferred it would make his sense he if it was tra- a kid. He transferred his baby, evil onto him because yeah, that happened in Jason movies and stuff. Right. You know, gotcha. Corey Feldman. Yeah, he became mm-hmm. Jason, right? Yeah. And all that stuff. But I don't know. Is there any? Is there anything else you want to talk about concerning 2018? No, you guys. I think, I think we did good. I mean, ex- we hit on a lot. Exercise my demons. Yeah. Said all the thing. I'll never talk about the coincidences again. <laughs> what did you learn? Oh, I learned that a nihilistic movie can make money. Yeah, yeah. I, I you know, truth is, nihilistic movies don't even bother me too much. Like, I'm not somebody that always needs to have a happy message. Uh, again, a difference between nihilistic ending and a happy ending uh, are two different things. Uh, also, a sad ending isn't nihilistic. Yeah, necessarily. you could have a you sad have a ending that has a positive message. Like even right. in this case, like let's say Laurie killed herself and the sacrifice was for the greater good, maybe it would have worked, even though it would have been a sad ending. And Bar Strikes Back is a downer ending, but there's hope, hope, there's meaning, and themes in there. It's mm-hmm. not nihilistic. Yeah. Right. Yeah. 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 Did we learn anything else? Um, I I think my my big takeaway from this from this one is. Even even if you explain your coincidences later, sometimes they can get the watcher into nitpick mode, which yeah. is what happened to me in this movie. Me too. <clears throat> Same. Yeah. Obviously. Yeah. And, <laughs> and even though I retroactively explained a lot of them away with the doctor did it and stuff like that, it it did. I I, I was just already you know the flip the the flip was switched in my yeah. head. Yeah. You I, detached from it. Uh, yeah. Yeah. And as soon as you're thinking about kind of the craft of the movie and the logic of the movie and you're not just feeling the movie that can be detrimental yeah um, so that was that's yeah. one thing I'd i'll say. say my lesson i'm just going to quote robocop and say guns 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 <laughs> because i just i think my biggest takeaway which goes with what jamie was saying is i just don't buy Lori strode's plans gotcha like for what it ended up, for what her, the plan ended up being, yeah, getting him caught in there and doing all that, I, I just none of it made sense to me. Like she's not an idiot, so I, I don't understand why everything was so convolutedly complex in that house and stuff. It's like just get him in a space and trap him, and then and don't make it someplace you have to go down and back up. Like you know what I mean? Like get him to walk through the house and then just have it close down, right? Am I nuts? <laughs> I think Scrappy Doo would have thought of a better trap <laughs> than what came up. I think Before Kevin McAllister would have thought of a better trap. No, no doubt. No doubt. It's just, it just, I wish there was an explanation. Maybe, like, I might have per- uh, rewrite the movie. I might have preferred Laurie Strode living her normal life. I think that was H2O. Yeah. And then it just happens again. And she right. has to, like, prepare yeah. that. She kind of was in witness protection almost to that. Yeah. I mean, not in her own yeah, yeah. version. I haven't seen H2O in a while. Yeah. But. Right, she was a teacher at a yeah. private school or yeah. something. Yeah, I wanted better preparation than the script thought it gave me a reason for. 
Mm-hmm. Well but said. How's that? Is that my, well yeah. said? That's well it. said. Give That's me it. reasons, I guess. All right, guys. I think that was enough meandering about the script of freaking 2018. <laughs> Gosh. Uh, okay. Thank you, guys. Thanks for listening. Thanks. Bye-bye. You've just listened to Writer's Blockbusters, a screenwriting podcast featuring two professionals and another guy. Available only on Thundergrunt. Uh,